Week two of the college football season is here, and it is time to preview the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Wolfpack, free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. As always, I'm Grayson Boone. Joining me is Kenton Gibbs. We are on to Notre Dame, one of the big ones we have at home here in 2023. Of course, coming off of our first win of the year at UConn, some positives, some negatives. We broke all of these down. Now it is time to turn our attention to the mighty fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Kenton, what are your initial just off-the-cuff reactions? I mean, Notre Dame looks like a Notre Dame team. They're big. They're physical. That offensive line is is that's where the goods are on this team. Like there is not a better position group on this team um, than Notre Dame. I'm, I'm sorry, than the offensive line. And and so with that being said, the that's, that's where their hay is made. That's where their bread is buttered. And that's where you're going to have all the questions or whatever the case may be um, for this team. And it's interesting because that was also the case last time they came to Raleigh. And many people thought, oh, hey, this, you know, hurricane that's blowing through is going to play in their favor. And it didn't necessarily work out. Also, there's allegedly a hurricane brewing. <laughs> I saw this. In the Atlantic right now. I and I'm not that. talking about realignment, folks. I'm talking about an actual hurricane brewing in the Atlantic. So that's- I don't know what it is about Notre Dame coming to Raleigh that just makes all of the uh, weather want to act up. But no, seriously. Notre Dame is big. They're physical. Um, Hartman looks good. Their defense looks good. You know, it's, it's this is a very quality team. Yeah, as as fate would have it, there is actually a potentially another hurricane uh, making its way toward mainland United States of America. But, yeah, Kenton, you hit the nail on the head here. It is very much of your prototypical Notre Dame team. They're big. They're physical. They're fast. They're disciplined. And this is on both sides of the ball. Now, something I do want to point out here, because I think it's worth talking about, they haven't played anyone. And you might notice that they are 2-0. and They had a week zero game over in Ireland against Navy. So they beat up on our Naval Academy. And then just this past Saturday, they beat up on Tennessee State in South Bend. Now, they've only given up a field goal in each of their first games. So the defense on paper looks outstanding, but not a whole lot to write home about. Uh, in the offenses they played against. Now, you can't take away from the physicality of this team, of course. I noticed uh, in Dave Dorn's Monday availability, it's kind of what he kept harping on, the physical attributes of their team. It's going to be a physical game between both teams in the trenches all over the field. It will be probably one of the more physical games we'll have all year. And it's 
it's it's kind of a delight to have it this early in the year because it is such a great litmus test, as we've been saying on here repeatedly. It's it's a true testament to see where what kind of chips we're playing with here uh, in just week two of the season. But something else I want to notice about this game being so physical is that we're going to be returning two of our most physical players, one on the offensive line and one on the defensive line in Lyndon Cooper and Savion Jackson. Now, Kenton, what can you say about the the importance of getting these these two players back in time for Notre Dame? So I told y'all I was going to watch watch more of the All-22 or at least rewatch the game and, and kind of give you a more in-depth uh, situation of what happened. We lost a lot of one-on-one battles. Yeah, We lost a lot of one-on-one battles on the offensive line, which was very concerning. And a lot of those were in the middle. A lot of those were from the spot that Lyndon Cooper would have been in. Uh, so, you know, you, you have that and you're saying to yourself, okay, with him back, how much better are we going to be in pass protection? And not just that, how much better are we going to be able to run the ball? You know, that those are those are questions that come up here. Um, but even going forward from that, I think Savion Jackson on the defensive line, immensely important. Uh, because when you have a guy who knows where he's supposed to be, I tell people all the time, the most fundamental things for defenses that most fans don't even think about are the two things that happen um, in terms of, let me stop saying the word on, the two things that happen in a way that determine the game happen before the snap or immediately after. Assignment and alignment. That means being lined up where you're supposed to be, knowing where you're supposed to go. I talked about this in the immediate reaction to the game. Bad run fits are a product of misalignment or misassignment. Having a guy like Savion Jackson who is experienced, who knows exactly where he's supposed to be, who has seen pretty much everything in terms of with live action flying and all our different blitzes and schemes and whatever we have going on, I'm sure that having him back in the lineup will reduce the misalignment or misassignment in terms of folks not being in the gaps that they're supposed to be in. Yeah, I I think you certainly felt uh, the absence of both of these guys on Thursday night up in UConn. But I'd say maybe even more so, well, I was going to say more so Savion Jackson. I think probably equally more so uh, with Lyndon Cooper. But Savion Jackson especially, I think you really felt his absence there on the defensive line, probably most notably so on the long run that UConn broke off there. Uh, was that in the third quarter? I yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's hard to use hypotheticals this extremely, but you got to feel like with Savion in there, that probably doesn't happen because it was just a missed assignment that led to a house call there. So, you know, we talked about the defense, maybe looked a little bit testy out of the gate and then continually looked to strengthen up as that game went on. And while I do think they played maybe a little better than some folks have realized, getting a, a hopefully healthy Savion Jackson back in the mix for one of our most important home games it's going to be all hands on deck, especially with Notre Dame's run game in Estime. Of course, Sam Hartman is no stranger. We've seen him over the years uh, previously with Wake Forest. Looking forward to another heated battle uh, with him in Raleigh. It has to be all hands on deck. So it's it's great to get these two big body guys on both sides of the line because we're going to need every bit of them. Absolutely. And also, I think that one of the best things that could have happened to NC State happened in terms of winning, but winning ugly, because now 
you have a fire to light under guys. Now you have moments to kind of dig into guys. Because fun fact about the play that bust for a touchdown, the the long run uh, from I believe it was Rosa, Rosa of yeah. of uh, UConn. That wouldn't have been Savion Jackson, actually. Do you know who was in the game? Who was on the edge? Who was didn't get to his gap? It was Davin Van. Really now? Davin yeah. Van got cut out of his gap by the backside tackle. When the backside tackle cut him out of his gap, it was him and the, uh, I believe it was a blitzer off the edge, but it was him and another player off the edge in the same gap because he was supposed to cross face and get into the B gap. When he did not do that, we had two guys on the on the uh, backside edge keeping contained. Nobody in that gap. He did not get in that B gap, nor did he use the tackles by to close the B gap. So now when that thing opens up, all of a sudden the running back is saying, did Moses just part the Red Sea for a little old me? And boom, pack in the mail, he's gone. And, um, you know, next thing you know, he's in the end zone. So there are – I love it. I love it because now I can go to my guy, my big hoss that's supposed to be the guy that gets it done and say, you got number one on your chest and on your back, brother. That means something here. That means something. It doesn't mean that you're never going to mess up. No, it doesn't mean that. It, it, it means that you are always going to be where you're supposed to be at minimum. That's what that means. It means at minimum we know that even when you're you're not doing it perfectly, you're still going to find a way to positively impact this thing. You know, that play, you cost the team majorly. So how are you going to make up for it this week? Are you still going to be the guy that they come at this week? Because when the team sees that you are a weakness – or when a team sees that you a team that you have a weakness for a specific thing, teams have a propensity to attack it. So, congratulations, Mister Van. You just earned yourself a lot of cutoff blocks this week. How are you going to act? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly a lot of opportunity for some get back uh, on both sides of the ball heading into some into Notre Dame this coming weekend. So, there's going to be uh, probably some interesting battles at practice this week, to say the very least. But yeah. We're going to kick it to our sponsors for today. Well, one of our sponsors in Bird Dogs. These things are the best fitting clothes bar none. The shorts, the stretch khaki pants, they bring out joggers nowadays. We've got a pair of these. Can't wait till it gets just a little bit cooler outside so I can throw those on and head to a football game. But they fit very similarly to Lululemon, but just simply better. The comfortability is unmatched. They're breathable. They're lightweight. You won't have to worry about somebody checking you crazy. You got some baggy mess on the mall. You look great all the time. No worries. They're fit for any occasion. So what you need to is head